Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your hosts, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and Ron Mills. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and I'm Ron Mills. we got a special guest, uh, Kevin Swans, here with us, all-around musician and funny guy, friend of Chris Thayer and the uh, uh, Chris Thayer Band. Uh, so we're excited to have you here today, Kevin. Thank you for having me. <laughs> he says so excitedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, all right, guys, we've uh, we've got a lot going on since the last time we talked. Uh, some of the big things that have happened. Uh, first off, we'll just jump right into Ant Man because that was a big topic of conversation before we started. Uh, a lot of naysayers in the room. I'll just begin by saying I, I wanted said that when it was first announced, and you guys said, "Yeah, how about Ant Man coming?" I looked at you like, "Wait, what?" I thought you were kidding. I thought it was like, honey, I shrunk the kids or something. I think that's exactly what it is. It's, that's what it looks it, it, like, I'm right? I'm not excited about this at all. I really don't give a shit. Um, I think this looks like, uh, what's the name, Paul Rudd? Mm-hmm. Being Paul Rudd, just like uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds was uh, Ryan Reynolds as the Green Lantern. This is Okay, first off, this is not going to be Green Lantern. It's, I've already told you, it's going to be Marvel's heist movie. And they're not going to show you all the fun stuff that happens. I mean... There, okay. well, that trailer didn't show me anything fun. You know what? You'll get your fun I trailer. Flying I think Rick Moranis bee, is going to be amazing in oh, it, Oh, my God. He's flying around on a bee. That's not a bee. What it's is it? It's a wasp. Oh, fuck oh. me. Oh. <laughs> Nature's fuck you. A wasp. It is. Actually. It has no <laughs> redeeming value at all other than fuck you. Is what that thing And I've does. never seen an ant ride on a wasp before. Yeah. Oh, well, you're watching the wrong porn channels. <laughs> no, Anyways, I mean, uh, I mean <laughs> in real life. Oh, yeah. In my yeah. front yard. I've never seen an ant. Fly off on a wasp or a bee. Uh, hey, look, I, I get that the concept is weird to get a grasp of, uh, but the, really it's not that difficult of a concept. Hey, no, I loved Inner Space. It's, yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. that was a great movie back in 1988. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you a question. Seven. At this point, do you really doubt Marvel? After uh, That's no, the no, only no. reason. Hey, listen, After all listen, the movies I'm we've been through, you doubt the movie. them? I'm not saying I'm not going to see the movie. All right. Okay, What I am saying is that that trailer... Didn't get me excited for seeing this movie. Okay. I wasn't like, whoa. I think that looks fucking rad. They're pushing the bounds. Okay. I was questioning the friggin' raccoon in the walking tree. But at this point, as, they're as really... He, so listen, as know, he sits here wearing a Guardians listen, of the Galaxy t-shirt. If they, if they t-shirt. can go ahead and resurrect some 1970s obscure Marvel title... Yeah. And sell it to you, wrap it up in that pretty package. They'll, they could do it to. They could yeah. do it. To That's like, the only reason yeah, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. So. Of the doubt. It, look, this movie. I, I will tell you right now, this movie is going to be fun. We're going to enjoy it. Not everybody. You may not love the character. It may be your least favorite of the Marvel films, but I, I think it's going to be fun. It but looks you know like what? it's going to be fun. Paul you know, Rudd is cool, though. You know, weren't they talking Simon Pegg for this role at one point? Oh, they wow. were, but uh, that's when the guy, uh, the director from Scott Pilgrim, was supposed was attached to this, uh, oh, okay. and I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. But um, he uh, he they had a parting of ways, as it were, because oh, okay. he's stylistically very different than yeah. I think. You know, when you go to see a Marvel film. Regardless of what genre these movies are in, they all they're all they watch the same yeah. Yeah. for the most part. You know, um, there's a, a certain way the dialogue's taken. There's a certain way it's shot. It, it, there's nothing different about any of the films. Even Guardians of the Galaxy, that was space opera, felt like it existed in the same world that totally all the other movies did. You yeah. know, so yeah. Yeah. and that's that. I think uh, uh, Edgar Wright. There we go. Edgar Wright has a different film style that he brings to the table yeah. than I think. Marvel was well, it's prepared like JB, for. JJ Abrams coming into the Star Wars world. 
Man. I can't wait for Lens Flare the movie. I think Dude, it's you know what? Okay, listen, I, I'm really behind on on uh, some stuff. So uh, this last weekend, I just got to watch uh, the latest Star Trek Into the Dar- Into Darkness uh-huh. movie. And holy shit, that lens flare thing, that that's for real. <laughs> that's really real, yeah. dude. I couldn't believe it. I had yeah. to explain to the wife what I, you know, I was like, this, and she's like, wow, it is really being overused in this. Yeah. I said, it's crazy, isn't it? Yes. You know, it was still a good movie. Yeah, I, had so, I had some, some misgivings. Yeah, some issues with it, but hey, what the hell? You know, it's still, it's all right. I, it's I'm cool. watching, I just caught on, I, I had seen a panel at Comic-Con for a show, The 100, that's on CW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's on Netflix finally, and I was ke- I've been watching it. Um, I'm like seven episodes in, um, and it's a really great show. Uh, but there's this line of demarcation between the space station and the ground, uh, and anytime they're in space, it's like there is a lens flare every uh. like fucking. 35 seconds on the screen mm-hmm. and it drives me up the goddamn wall. Oh, and Elena's like, what, why, why, what's going on with our TV? Right. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not just like, Oh, there's like, cause the JJ Abrams ones, he uses it and like oversaturates and uses it for backlight. Yeah. This is like whites out half the fucking screen, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, just too much, too much, you know? Wow. So maybe but, that's how it is when you're in space. <laughs> I God, I hope not because maybe there's always a lens flare <laughs> everywhere you go. You come around the Oh fuck. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Who put this light shining right yeah, at me? Yeah. All right, so but seriously, uh, Ant Man, super excited about Ant Man. I know, I what, don't. Go what ahead. powers does an Ant Man have exactly? Well, he can shrink to the size of an ant. Uh, he has the strength of an, uh, an ant, like at uh, a human Which is with supposed to be like you know. Okay, what? so like a hundred times. times yeah, he, yeah, he can like communicate that, yeah. with ants and can control them. How the hell? That's you? helpful. Okay, well he had a costume, so is that, <laughs> he, he had a costume. Does that mean his costume shrinks with him? Yes, yes. yes. He's like march forward, <laughs> and they're just like <laughs> and fucking raid their ass. <laughs> Dead. Yeah, kill. I'm not like, really buying your this character army. at this point. But you can, like, I, look, I get that the concept is goofy as fuck. It's really goofy. But it's, okay, no more goofy than <laughs> any I, of the other movies that have come before agreed, this. Agreed, agreed. Well, when you see one, think about it, when you see one ant, a fucking ant's walking around all crazy and shit, looking for the other ants, there's never, like... To me, if you're going to have a movie about a, a superhero, I just don't understand what what his power is. I mean, Mike Knott was already taken. He, he shrinks and then he then he goes back to normal size. I mean, what? sure. <laughs> but if you had the ability to shrink down to a little tiny, like little little itty bitty, you could like essentially break into places, which is oh. what his power oh, I is. See. Like That's he what I'm is talking about <laughs> like Steve could go on this mo- the, these most gigantic panty raid ever. <laughs> <Right>. Like, <laughs> but I, look. Ant Man's goofy. No, hey, I'll check it out. I mean, yeah. But it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'll watch it. I mean, I, I like and, a lot of the and Marvel. it's the first bit of Phase Three, which it's is going to be better than the Thor movies. So you know, I'll really, I'm kind of with you. I fucking hate those. How Thor do you movies, hate man. Thor, man? I, I fell just asleep in the like first it. one like four oh, times. Man, I, I, and, and then maybe it's the beards. Maybe they just like I, yeah. I hate his companions. The, those yeah, guys well, they drive me crazy, uh, dude. Exactly, Levi or whatever his name. You don't like was nice. You don't like any of like the uh, no 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 none of them. How come? None of them. Not even Sif. Like she's super hot. No. <laughs> no. Why? No, just, they're just they're they're like Renfair rejects, dude. <laughs> it does have that vibe, <laughs> it's right? Painful. Like he even introduces himself. Like 
we're, we're the douchebag three and the lady what have you. Like, I don't even, look, I don't even fucking remember, dude. Their names, they just sucked. The lady what have you. Yeah, I don't remember names, dude. It's just so unmemorable, you know? Like, like they're going to offer yeah. you like a like a, a turkey leg. <laughs> Would you like to throw this axe into yon tree over I there? I watch it like that. And that's what I'm like, oh, look, there's the golden eye black dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't remember your name. That's why I never liked the comics either. But so I liked. Uh, you didn't like Heimdinger. You know what, dude? I, I, when it came to Marvel comics that I read, man, uh-huh. I read X Men, X Factor, Punisher. Fair enough. Right? I hated any of the space crap. Silver Surfer drove me nuts, dude. Yeah. With all these like wonky ass names of of races and characters, I just just didn't give a crap. He dude. just looked cool. That was it. I don't even think he looked cool. I mean, yeah. even now he looks like some half rejected. Sex toy, dude. <laughs> it's like this smooth and silvery. Like he, he looks like the perfect what? man. I, with and the, I've never read, perfectly shaved balls. Yeah. I've never read any like Thor or any of that stuff. But I I do read the Deadpool, and they cross over everything in there. Yeah, and it bugs the shit out of me when like Thor and his people show up, and the font changes to this weird like Odin script because it's them oh, speaking. Does it really? It does. It oh, drives me nuts. I'm like, oh, suck. here comes these assholes again with this. Goofy font. Ha, okay, I, I, I you just, know what I would call that? I would call that like a douche accent. Yes, the that's, douche how accent. that's how they're letting you know that they're speaking in douche accent yes, right now. Yes. Ren this is the Renfair you got the Renfair font. Is that what it is? You guys are killing me. Yeah. Um, I like. I don't even know how to respond to like what you just like laid out there. Hey, I'll check out the movie. I'll check out Ant Man for sure. I, I mean, come on. I, how could you not be? I'm for, a sucker for summer movies. Marvel, yeah. Marvel, the, and it's after. Age of Ultron, so it'll be the yeah. first post Avengers two movie. Now, so now let's go to the the real big news. Oh, there's bigger news. And, oh, hell yeah, there's bigger than Ant Man. Everything's bigger news. <laughs> Literally, it's, and no pun intended. Right <laughs> yeah. here we go. No, go ahead. I'm, I know you know what I'm thinking of. I don't. What are you talking about? You, the first thing you said. Did you hear the big news? Oh, oh, well, shit. Yeah, man. Like. Uh, a Latino Review put out a report today now, that before you even drop it, who the hell is Latino Review? They're, they are a, actually they're local. They're are like they really? from this area. Are yeah. they real Mexicans? I can only imagine if they're in California, mm-hmm. they are. Um, but they because uh, they seem to get the scoop on everything. They do. Uh, they do. Um, All right. They, so the scoop. Go ahead. The scoop allegedly is is that uh, after the hackers attack Sony. Uh, the powers that be, like the the Japanese bigwigs at Sony, kind of got mad at the producers uh, for they essentially like, well, you fucked up our ability to get Spider Man into yeah. the Marvel movies, and everybody wants a piece of Marvel. Like yeah. us putting our person in that movie makes our property higher profile. Yes, yeah. you know, so you get back to the negotiating table and make it happen. So apparently, uh, Spider Man's not going to be in Civil War, but they're talking he's going to be in the Infinity War in the next Avengers movie after. Age of Ultron. I'm going to be in my 50s, dude, when this shit comes out. No, it's supposed to come out in 2017. Two years. That's like a couple couple weeks. (laughs) Dude, shit. And what's crazy, it'll be coming out the same year as... Like, think about that year. This year, we've got Star Wars and an Avengers movie. And then next, it's once again, it's like we talked about. Disney's plan. They're like going to own every fucking quarter of the year, you know? So, How much money do you have if you can just buy Star Wars? I'm just gonna. That's buy. pretty huge, man. <laughs> it was, just it was just a, to own Star you know, Wars and, and, and Marvel. We, talk, we talked about this before, and, and I'm starting to see it too. When that negotiation was going on between Star Wars and uh, Lucasfilm, uh, the the inside word was is that Disney felt that Star Wars was under marketed 
for the last 30 years, if you can believe that. Oh, a which, toy line has never stopped selling since 1976 or something. Felt it was undermarketed. And now, if you see Star Wars Rebels on, on Disney XD, yep. mm-hmm. plays constantly. Yep. They're smart, man. Now, when they were doing Star Wars, the Clone Wars on Cartoon Network, they played it one time. They played it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. Twice they a week. Twice a week. And that was it. Like, that was it. Uh-huh. Now, on Disney, man, they are pumping that stuff. Get it out there. Get it out oh, there. Yeah. The toys are rolling out. Everything that we saw at Comic-Con this last summer, I started seeing hitting the stores, and it's out there. And it's not hard to come I'm by. still, I'm watching Rebels, but I'm not as in love with it as I, I was with I do not care Wars. about this cartoon. The only reason that yeah. I am watching any of it, and I'm not even paying attention, is I've got one of my two sons is really, really digging it. The, so the only I'm part I like about that. it is I like Kanan, uh, the Jedi. Everybody else for me is somewhat secondary. You just secondary. want to hear Freddie Prince Jr. I do actually. <laughs> voice. I love him. And you're just like, damn, dude. I ever since she's all that. This, like, this he's is been bringing my the guy. '90s back to me. Like late '90s. I'm just all about it. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean, look, man. Like that show. We said we'd come back to it at some point uh, after a few more episodes. Like I enjoyed the preview, the premiere episode. And then I just feel like they're spinning their tires. I think that's my only well, thing. Well, now they're also they're going ahead and throwing all these little cameos into yeah, it. Like, yeah. I think the next one up is uh, Lando. Lando, Lando just, yeah. yeah. They were talking uh, You about know, that. they've had a little bit of uh, Obi-Wan in it, yep. a little bit of Yoda. Vader in it. Has Yoda, I haven't seen that one. The Yoda episode, yeah. Yeah, so, so you know. It, so this is pre, pre-episode pre four. four. This yeah. is in between. This is in between God. Clone Wars. Like, what is it? 16 years. Yeah. At least, right? Yeah, because Luke was more. It's like five. It's like five years. It's five years before A New Hope. Yeah, Yeah, is allegedly when it is. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, I I I don't dig it because I don't like the look of the animation. They still have some of that Clone Wars to it, but they have added a lot of their Disney touch, and Mm. I don't like that. I don't like that. No. Caught me <laughs> stuff. Have you caught that in the episodes? Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, oh wow, I just saw that when we were watching Frozen yeah. or whatever. The eye shape is the same. The expressions are the same. Well, and it really kind of years. makes me miss. Yeah, and it's it's so from- And now they've brought it into this, and it's just hey, it's just not my thing. But they're not selling to me. It's not no. terrible they're selling, though. No. They're selling this to my kids. This ain't this ain't Ewok Adventure bad, but it's not. No, no. It's not, I mean, yeah. It's, but I will say this: I think the first season of this show is better than the first season of Clone Wars was. Um, I think they've hit the ground running in a much better way. So if I can get yeah. that same sort of line like of upward mobility into awesomeness, yeah. because the first season of Clone Wars, I, I trudged through it. Like yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I I fucking told you to. You go. can tell me all you want, but I ain't got time to be watching like bad first seasons. I you know I'm sure then, it's cool, but then just skip ahead to season two. Nah, nothing happens that's worth knowing in season one that. I don't know. That's why I'm saying. I, you know, that probably makes sense because every one of them I've watched, it's like only one or two have built upon the first right. one yeah, before I, it. Yeah, you know? In the series, they have like background on Grievous. And There's a lot of... Like, oh, I'm telling you, dude. Season yeah. two through six is where it's at. If, I, I think, told you season one is like hit and miss. And there's a there's a lot more miss than hit. Yeah. And then you get into it's like saving the planet of the week becomes the yeah. thing. And it's like and there's always like this sad tribes people that they've got to yeah. help. And, and and it gets like at a certain point you're like I've seen the show like a dozen times already. Yeah. But then when you get into season two the storylines get better. I'm well, telling like you. Try season, I think it's season one. Maybe it's season two. Like when the uh, some of the clones come across a, a deserter clone. That's uh, season know, two. End is of that two? two? And yeah. that whole starts running through their heads. Yeah. Like and he's like, hey man, I I don't feel I was built to die. Just for the, yeah. them and their war. And that starts coming into play, and that's kind of cool. 
Yeah, so. good stuff there. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. So uh, the other big thing that hit in the last week, uh, Agent Carter uh, was finally released on ABC. Uh, we're in our, our middle of our seven-part miniseries, I guess they are calling it. Um, I, I don't know if they plan on doing a second season. I mean, I'm enjoying the shit out of it so far. Uh, anybody else see it at this Haven't point? Haven't seen it yet. No? Not no, for you, Kevin, Steve? Totally missed on You know, I'm all about it. You know, I, I'm, I'm really digging it. I was worried after the first episode um, that it was going to be, you know, kind of slow. Because it, it is a different pace. It definitely is, yeah. Um, but I think if you if you don't expect it to be the Avengers, you'll enjoy it. You know? No, without question. It's a whole different, if it's a whole different pace and it's a whole different thing. Uh, the, I was telling you earlier, the thing that, um, that I thought was the coolest... And it's a little bit of a spoiler, but one of the main characters is the actual guy, Jarvis, who's the computer for Iron Man. Right. Um, he is the butler. But or, not, not the Paul Bettany. It's like the – it's Tony Stark's dad uh, has a butler, Jarvis. Right. Okay. Yeah. And Jarvis is like one of the best parts of the show. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's totally hilarious. enjoyable. Now, does this still take place during like World War II or yeah. is the it's, war No, it's post-World War II, yeah. like in the 50s. Okay, so, so like late 40s, over. early 50s, yeah. yeah. Right. I think there's some real interesting themes going on, especially how they're downplaying... Um, well, they're they're pointing out the fact uh, that she is seen as less right. because she's a woman. And I, I'm, I really like that fact mm-hmm. because you need to have your social commentary. Well, but I think it's that's they real. use it effectively though. They which really is do. Fun. It's 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 more because really, I mean, in 1946 or whatever it is, it, the, she would not be a superstar in you know the SSR. She would she would be you know the secretary. They would not give her any respect. One of my favorite parts though, Steve, <clears> is like she's like you. We I mean we saw the Captain America, and she's like. Captain America's essentially not like sidekick, but yeah. she's there like helping him out. Yeah. And like, I mean, she's not in there shooting guns and such, but she's in the trenches with him essentially. Yeah. And uh, in the show, they have like the Captain America radio hour. Yeah. Yeah, and, right. and she's just like, oh, help me, Captain America. Like her version of that character. Right. And it's, it's fun the way they, so, and she's like, li- she's listening to the show yeah. while having a fist fight with somebody and it's like going on in the background, you know? Yeah. And here she is kicking ass. She's a pretty badass character. Oh, right? man. It's and, all about the girl power right no it's not it's it's totally not like that no it, i don't it doesn't come across as preachy it comes across to me as um credible yeah because if if they were to give her that respect especially after the war when all the guys came home and they basically said you know Time i want my you. job back go yeah. back in the kitchen you know um i think it really touches on some some nice um oh and that Haley atwell mm. Mm. Yeah, I didn't get it when you guys were talking mm. about it. You, really, yeah, right. you remember? I even said she and all that. I, I watched the show and I was still like, I don't know what they're talking about. I did go look on like Google at how she looks in a modern style, and I, I get what you're saying, dude. I, she they I put her it. at one point because she's a brunette and naturally they they put her in a blonde. Like they dyed her hair blonde and put her in like a Marilyn Monroe dress. Yeah. Oh, damn, dude, just like. Had, like it was like needed some quiet time, you know. <laughs> so it was. I'll be probably back in five ten minutes. Pause <laughs> that for a second. Oh, he's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "I I'm gonna bathroom. lock the door. I got some. <laughs> I'm gonna go read." 
<laughs> you hear some pounding, don't come in. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's why it took me off guard when you guys were talking about that. I'm like, uh, she's okay, but I don't, you know. No, no, dude, she's that. smoking hot. Um, but the show's a lot of fun, dude. And especially as like uh, uh, Howard Stark, uh, great character. Very much like a older, like basically like Tony Stark in the 40s. Is yes. The way they play with him, you yeah. know. Um, and and I, mean, I love that they use the same actor from the first Captain America yeah, film. That's cool. Yeah. You know, the yeah. consistency is nice. Yeah, definitely. It's I, I mean, it's it's a good time. Like, if you guys get a chance, check it I've out. I've been meaning to watch it. I just haven't got to it yet. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Uh, I know the third episode played last night. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I'm well, looking forward to it. So uh, just go watch it. When you get a chance, go check it out. It's a lot of fun. So uh, before we started, uh, Kevin and I were talking, and, we, and Steve, we were all chatting about comic books. And we had this very rambunctious conversation that Chris missed out on for uh, uh, personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but we uh, – uh, he had to go to the bathroom. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it ended up being a really long conversation. Anyways, uh, but <laughs> – what the hell? I can only imagine what was going on in there. So. <laughs> so. He's reading a graphic novel. <laughs> yeah. He could have read all of Watchmen in right. the time that he, he was, was wrapped gone. up with a deuce. <laughs> another roller in the night. So. Um, but Kevin brought up a conversation that I think we got to have. Who is your Batman? Like we were talking about Batman. Uh, the, like we've talked about Batman and a lot of comic book superheroes. But from a, a, a Batman standpoint, and, and I love in the movie Neighbors, they like Seth Rogen has this conversation with uh, the pretty boy, and they're like, who, he's like, oh, I bet your Batman's Christian Bale. He's like, well, who's yours? He's like, oh, my, my, my Michael Keaton, you know. And he's like, my Batman sounds like this, you know. And, uh, and but it's like, right. so who is you? Like when you think of Batman, what do you see in your head? Tough, mm. guy, tough off the cuff conversation. I know, I mean, right? Considering, I mean, if we're because I, I love the Christian Bale movies. See, I, I stopped. Too. I stopped. But I don't know with, if I like Christian Bale. See, is Christian see, Bale your Batman? Cool. That's it. No, Hold he, on, no, let's go to Kevin. Kevin brought up the question, right. so let me okay, hear what well, you get. To me, Christian Bale does he does do well because he's a little more. It's a little darker. Okay, he's a little little more aggressive. Um, some of the, I mean, in, in my mind, growing up. It was it was probably Michael Keaton was probably the one and, and he's he's kind of a wuss <laughs> to, to me anyway. Although you know it's funny it's like the more I go back and watch those movies because I used to think the same way I'm like oh Christian Bale's way cooler than Michael Keaton ever was yeah. and yeah. then I went back and rewatched the Michael Keaton ones because I was like I need to see these again yeah. and I don't know I, I really like Michael Keaton I do as yeah. a Batman he's, I yeah. thought he was a he fantastic would be my Batman. vote uh, if I was to say my favorite I'd say him okay I got a Michael Keaton over here what do you think Steve. Man, I mean, this is so, it's so tough, dude. Who was the other guy? There was another guy. Who oh, there was, was, there's been well, a bunch after, of Clooney. I mean, was it Clooney? But you've also got Adam West. Me, I mean, you got like, a lot of selections. Okay, the Adam West stuff, I'm going to be the first one to say, I hated that shit. Really? I did not like that crap, dude. It's it just was too just campy like, for you? It was. Oh, and I even so knew bad. it as a kid. They just re-released all that. They just re-released all that. Oh, yeah, there's this whole nostalgia behind it. They've even got a comic now. It's Batman 66. It's a whole series that's based on that. That timeline. It's such a fun. I didn't version. They of did Batman. that all on purpose, though. They did it all to be wacky. It was all on purpose. And all that. Oh, you got Have you watched it recently? Yes. It's funny. No. It's really cleverly I, written. I recorded like the whole series. <laughs> I got through the one and a half. <laughs> and I just like spent five black, minutes dude. deleting them because it took me that long to yeah, delete them one at a time. It was, no they were, okay, they were so, so bad. Nobody but, picks Adam West. So what do you got, Steve? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with actually Christian Bale. Even though I was... You like your Batman to sound like this. Or <laughs> <are> the Bond <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with him. 
That's a tough call, man. I like Michael Keaton. I I think the the actor that would have been the best Batman that got the worst movie was Clooney, because I think he has Batman style. Okay, but I think he has uh, I think Bruce he Wayne's got, style. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about. And, yeah. and I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Keaton. Okay, I'm a huge Beetlejuice I'm fan. Yes. Love Beetlejuice, yeah. Huge dude. Beetlejuice fan, but I will always see him as either Beetlejuice. Or, or Mr. Mr. Mom. Mom, dude. Yeah. I mean, even that's then, tough, you're doing even it then wrong. I was like, this is like Mr. Mom. Dude. You know, that's what all I could see on the screen was Mr. Mom, dude. Yeah, but that's the thing. When you I'm know? saying now, you go back and look at it all these years later, like, and you go back and watch it. Michael Keaton's great, but Michael Keaton's not my Batman. Yeah. I- I'm going to cheat a little here. Uh, my Batman is always Kevin Conroy from the animated series. Um, like when I think oh, of Batman, yeah. I think you're of cheating Batman. No, dude, that's like huge... when I think of. When I think of Batman, that is the voice I hear in my head. That is what I see is that characterization from the animated series. Now, if I'm going from the film, (laughs) you guys are going to totally mock me when I say this. But I, my Batman is fucking Val Kilmer. Val, I loved Val Kilmer as Batman. I forgot about Val. But see, that's another one who got stuck in a terrible movie. Well, those Joel Schumacher movies. Val Kilmer is pretty fucking terrible, man. No. Yes. (laughs) No. Holy shit. Not only does he suck, dude, he's a nut. No, he was a great Batman. Now, his Bruce Wayne lacked a little bit. Yeah. Because he was. That's why I say Clooney is. Yeah, you got to have the full package. You have to have the Bruce Wayne. The thing is with Keaton, though, is that. You know, the, the mask ends right here on their face, and it's like, you can tell it's Keaton. One big thing that, and this is a topic I wanted to bring up, one big thing that happened over the week was uh, uh, Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters turned 46 years old, uh, and they had a surprise concert down at the Forum uh, randomly. T- they announced, like, Tuesday night, Dave Grohl's like, what's everybody doing on Saturday? And then on Wednesday at 4 o'clock, they were like, hey, we're doing a show at the Forum. Uh, seats are 50 bucks. Wow. Uh, we'll see you Saturday night. And they sold it out in like three hours. Sure. Unannounced, right? Um, so what ended up happening, though, was there's no opening act. And they get up there, at, and they were supposed to start at 8, and they came out at like 8.25. And Dave Grohl comes up and goes, so I know you guys expect to see the Foo Fighters tonight, and we're going to play some stuff, but I've got a lot of other planned stuff. This is sort of my bucket list show. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want, for you know, and we're going to play. They played a three-and-a-half-hour set that opened... Uh, uh, with uh, why, why did I just blank on his Paul name? Stanley. Paul Stanley from fucking Kiss coming out and them opening the show with Detroit Rock City. Oh, it wow. included Tenacious D doing the Immigrant song uh, coming out <laughs> and Jack Black fully in ah! yeah. And Elena goes, oh my God, I love School of Rock. You know? <laughs> but uh, uh, fucking Lemmy from Motorhead That's cool. was there. The, right. fucking, uh, the lead guitarist from... Um, Guns uh, N' Roses? No, 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 Slash was there as well. Uh, the dude from Caius that's also oh. the queen of the Stoge Age, they came out and did Two Headed Dog. Uh, 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 not Black Flag. What's your other fucking band that you like that I can't think of right now? Do you Jesus have, like, Christ. With dude. the starts with a B. Uh, uh, with a B? Fuck, come on. Why Britney can't Spears? I? No, not Britney Spears. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I should have wrote all this down. Backstreet uh, Boys? No. Uh, the, oh, come on. The lead guitarist from... Uh, anyways, uh, but it was like this never ending list of like, like fucking kick ass people. And all of a sudden it's like at 11 o'clock, I'm like, man, they've been playing for a long time. I'm getting tired. And then Perry Farrell from Jane's edition comes out and does two numbers and then he leaves and that's like, fuck, it's 1130. And they like, they just jammed on times like these with, uh, uh, the trumpet guy with trombone shorty for like 20 minutes. And then it's like, just when I'm about, I'm like, I'm getting ready to Peter out. Fucking David Lee Roth comes out and they do Panama. (laughs) And then it's, yeah, it's like this night just kept going and going. And it was like, they didn't finish up until 10 after 12. 
And they started at 8.30. And that's a late night for Ron. Oh, yeah, no, no. But it's not Holy just it's a late... Shit. Well, I drank the whole time. Dude, I, was, <laughs> like, I was at a show at the Whiskey about two months ago, mm-hmm. and the, the fucking headliner didn't even come on till like almost 1 o'clock in the morning. That's about what? right. That's and about I, gotta, right. I gotta drive home from L.A., <laughs> dude. I was like, I'm gonna fucking but, die. But, Steve, yeah. you know how it is. Like, you're like, I'm out partying, but I'm getting up at 7 a.m. no matter yeah. what. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like they're sleeping in tomorrow. So right. it's like... And we didn't get home until after two, so it's not like we were yeah. like, but it was, the reason I bring this up is because Chris and I started having a conversation that it's like, I was like, we got to have this conversation. What's the best concert or concerts, if you got more than one, live music show that you've ever been to? Not just like, <laughs> oh, I went and this, you know, what I, I caught the drumstick, but the one show that you sat through the whole time and you got done, you're like, fuck, dude, that just blew my mind. Like this, this show blew my mind like I got done with it and I couldn't believe I couldn't even process how everything we just saw and they played for three and a half hours straight they didn't stop and like take a 10 minute break and like I mean they rocked out Uh, Taylor Hawkins I don't know how that fucking guy kept playing like he's so busy on the drums and I'm like dude he plays hard (laughs) dude yeah you know and he did a he did a 16 minute drum solo at one point yeah and then sang a song I was like what the hell is going on so any anybody think of the the best concert you've ever been to I've got two go ahead I've got Oingo Boingo Halloween uh, Irvine Meadows 1988 89 can you give can you give me any highlights from that show that you can remember that was the first time I saw a live woman wearing lingerie like red devil (laughs) Okay, and I said, when I fucking grow up, I'm going to throw Halloween parties, and she's going to come to my party. <laughs> right? And that was like my whole goal. Dude, like, I was after like, seeing that one chick. I was, like, I was like, oh my God, she's in her Jones. <laughs> that is awesome. Man! <laughs> Loved it, dude. But that whole, that whole night, that whole vibe of the show, everybody was dressed up. You know, Irvine Meadows, the, the crowd is going wild. It was so much fun. It was really, you know, and, and Oingo Boingo put on such a rad show. You know, I, I never got to see it, man, it. but I'd no, love to see it. They were so into it. That was, that was one. And the second one where I was like, this is the greatest live show I've ever seen in my life, ever, was actually, uh, if you guys are going to laugh because it's so typical of me, Rob Zombie, uh, Halloween Night in Arizona uh, with Ozzy. And it was for the Sinister Urge Black Christmas tour or something like that. And dude, the stage show, dude, it had everything. It had monsters, it had flames, it had dancing devil chicks. <laughs> I mean, it was so badass, dude. It was just like this is this is it. This is the, the coolest. It will show. never be cooler than that, right? right? And I've seen them many times since then, and it's never been as badass as that one yeah. night. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, you got any? I got a whole bunch of them. <laughs> the smile on his the, face the, is so big. The, the craziest concert I ever went to, that I, the most memorable, was when I saw Ozzy. And it was uh, for Randy Rhodes' memorial. Okay. And uh, at the they started playing Paranoid. And Ozzy says, anybody that wants to rock and roll with Ozzy Osbourne, come up on stage. So, <laughs> so my friend's looking at me like, hey, let's go. And we're Irvine Medals. And uh, next thing I know, he takes off. The whole place starts going crazy. 
right? It was like it was like a huge riot in there. So I got down, and the guys in the yellow jackets were literally punching people because they were scared. They the good know, old days. They didn't know yeah. what was going on because it was just out of control. Everybody was rushing the stage. You got 50,000 people. Have you ever been to an Aussie concert? Uh, yeah. It's loaded with people, and they were just rushing the stage. So the next thing I know, I don't know, I got possessed. I start running down to the, to the stage. I end up getting all the way down to the, to the to the front. Some guy helps me get on stage. By this time, the music stopped. Everybody's they're hanging from the rafters. They're ripping the drum sets apart. They're stealing stuff. Ozzy's in the back. He's on the loudspeaker now, going, "Get the fuck off the stage!" They caused one hundred and ten thousand dollars worth of damage, and Holy all that shit. all that was taken out of out of his memorial. So, wow. but yeah, I got, I got on stage that, that night. A guy pulled me up on stage. I got up there. I looked out. And there's people everywhere. And it was the most fucking incredible feeling I ever had. <laughs> and then, then they rush us out the back, right? Because they're kicking everybody out. So I'm back there. And this drunk guy sitting there looking at me. He's all, dude. Like, he knows me. He's all, dude. It's, it's, uh, and he's like, uh, uh, can I get your autograph? And I'm like, who's this dude think I am? He thought I was a dude from Mr. Big. Right? <laughs> I, 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 I finally, as he starts talking to me, I'm like, who's this dude think I That's am? He's like, he's like, Mr. Big, dude, Mr. Big. And I'm like, I don't do autographs. So he thinks Mr. Big's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So that, that was probably the most awesome concert. Um, the other concert that I had, uh, two other concerts that were really good. One was at, um, Irvine Meadows, which was Joe Satriani, and he was doing Flying in a Blue Dream, and light, lightning was striking all over the back nice. back of the stage, and he start, came out with Flying in a Blue Dream, and that shit just fucking kicked my ass. So that, that was a really good show, too. Nice. Nice. My, my best show and my worst show are the same exact artist about a week apart. Really? Um, I was at the forum. Okay. So I decided, hey, we're going to go see Prince. <laughs> Because he's, you know, he's Prince. Whatever. Was this when he was, when he was, he was doing this? He was the at the sh- forum for like a month yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah, Because they were, they were going to shut down. Was that Lotus Flower? When yeah. They were, Lotus they were going to shut down the forum because they're like, nobody's coming here. We're not making any money. It's run down. And Prince literally went, I will keep you afloat for the next, by like, doing 30 like straight days worth of shows. That was house gig. Huh? Yeah. It was insane. Like Vegas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even, but so like every Elvis night, Presley. dude, for a yeah. month straight, he like booked, and he fucking sold out like night after night yeah. after night oh, after night. it was night. crazy. So I figure I'll take the girls, you know, they, it was a few years ago. They're never going to get the chance to see Prince again. I'm like, whatever, let's go. You know, um, we're sitting up under the, the uh, balcony. It smells like ass up in there. Yeah. The sound is terrible. Yeah, he has that um, Esmeralda Esperanza or whatever her name mm-hmm. is. She was friggin' terrible. It was just, I mean, she's a great musician, but the music was like, what the hell is this? So I was reading all these reviews beforehand thinking, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's the most incredible show I've ever seen. It was the worst show I've ever seen. We left even before he started doing encores. Now, is this the first this night? This is the first night. Oh, okay. And you had tickets for another night? No, I didn't. But I was so mad because what I had read on the reviews of people who had gone to previous shows was not the show I saw. Because he was playing all this obscure crap that nobody knows. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff off of, you know, 3121 that nobody gave a crap about. Mm-hmm. So, Lauren and I... We're like, man, our seats were terrible. I said, you want to go back and try again? And, you know, so we upgraded, got some better seats. We were out from under the overhang. So, I mean, the sound was beautiful. He played every single hit, every single song that you have heard a million times that he never does on tour. 
every single tune. And he must have played for two and a half hours. Nice. You know? And he came out at one point and did like a medley on the piano where he was playing the different songs just by himself. And then he had like Sheila E. come out and play with him. And, you know, he had all these different guests. I can't remember who they were at this point because it's been a few years. But it was just the most amazing show. And I wasn't even like a big Prince fan or anything. But I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's how you put on a show. Like, that is the best show I will probably ever see. Like, it will not get better than that for Prince. No. Well, you know what? I, I know you're going to laugh at me, but Prince is like the Mozart of our time. I like and this Prince, is why dude. doves cry. You know what? Grow, growing okay. up, I did not, I did not no. appreciate Prince. <laughs> and one day I was at work, and one of the one of my coworkers, they got the, the Lotus Flower album. Uh, and he's playing it, and I'm in the other room, and I was all... I was like, what's this shit? And he's playing it, and, he's, and he didn't tell me what it was, right? And yeah. he kept playing, and then I was like, I know that voice. I started listening, and I was like, I go, fuck, I have to tell people I like Prince. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fuck. that's it. Uh, I, 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 I would have been, been fucking dancing and pumping still, and grinding up on your ass. That Lotus Flower is still one of my favorite, <laughs> yeah. favorite, favorite fucking, I love that album. It's, he I is love that so album from beginning much better to than anybody knows. And I, he I used disagree, to play, I know how good he is. Oh, he's, so. he's But he would do those genius. gigs that you're talking about, and he would leave, and go, and he would go play a nightclub, four in the morning. Yeah. Another two hours yeah. after he'd play that long show. He got show. nothing better to do with his time, you guys. Come on. Dude, he's, you know what? And here's the sick thing is he's like me. He's got this studio, but his studio is like top notch everything because he's like richer than God. And he'll just sit out there and just like record songs. But he's got a vault that's probably like eight days worth of material of like top notch material that we haven't even heard. It's going to be like Michael Jackson. Like how now that he's Mm, no, that guy. uh, Michael Jackson can suck it, dude. He was sucking something. He was, <laughs> dude. <laughs> what the fuck? And this is, dude. Michael Jackson sucks. No, I, you oh. know what? I take it back. He doesn't For, suck. But let's not talk about Mike in the same context as the Mozart of our time. From one to ten, you, how old's Michael Jackson's boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right so who's got a bill cosby joke now yeah. let's just pile it on with yeah, all the people yeah. you guys hate pudding in the- <laughs> put we- the pudding in the drink yeah, we, de- we definitely hit that last week though all right well that that's a that's a really great topic i had to bring up um prior to this i i mean i i've seen a lot of great shows yeah. i've seen some small house shows um i remember when i was 17 was the first time I saw Pearl Jam. They played a, a little tiny bar just up the way from Yucca Valley, from where we are, because wow. Eddie Vedder was, I think he's related to like one of the bar owners. Huh. So they came and played like a 300-seat club. And this is when they were like, you know, triple platinum yeah. with fucking uh, the 10 album. Well, you know, he went on that. He was going on that whole thing against Ticketmaster back in the 90s. I support too. that shit, dude. Oh, uh, so was I, you know. I mean, um, I, I don't think they did very they, well against it. It, it failed miserably. Failed no, bad David and Goliath, it. but David got um, his ass kicked. Yeah, is. yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, they, but I'm saying like that was a great experience. Um, uh, Metallica, I've seen Metallica a number of times, yeah. but I saw them. Uh, I only uh, saw them once. One time that was for. Uh, the last show and Justice for All tour. Nice. I, I, I was there. I was there. Yeah. I drove. And, took uh, a limo there. We, we were just uh, talking about shit, that. Dude, we took a limo huh? to that concert. They, yeah, they, 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 that shit was like, my, That was an awesome show. It was like eight guys piled in the back of a fucking pickup truck. <laughs> on that one, you know? No, dude. When that, I remember when the when the they had the little statue and it crumbled on yep. the stage. Nice. Yeah. I, I remember that was that was pretty intense because they did that whole album. It was I think it was uh, they were all against. 
uh, our government. So a uh-huh. lot of the material they were writing was against our government. Well, yeah. you and know, then and then they toured the world and found out how shitty it was everywhere. Yeah, and they came then back. It was, Don't and tread on yep, me. Yep. Well, <laughs> you know, and, and that's what I like. When I see a show, man, like I want to see. I want to see fucking Iron Maiden with a oh, giant yes. Eddie coming out. Hey, shit, I saw you know? I saw Maiden. That yeah. was my first concert, and it was on Valentine's That's... Day. And they had when the two guitar players came out, they had Eddie a big blow up head in the yeah. back, and then they had these ramps, and then they had these two hands of Eddie that that blew up like they had air, yeah. and they blew up, and then the two guitar players went up on on Eddie's hands. Yeah, and that they were doing the little cool. solos. It's just fucking awesome. Well, I'll tell you what's really cool about the, the night was we're sitting there and I'm talking to the missus' dad and Jess is like 62, 63 years old and we're sitting there and he goes, yeah, I was sitting and he's like, right over there when I saw Zeppelin here and, <laughs> and you know what's cool. funny? 62-year-old guy didn't fucking sit down once wow. during the whole show. Was sitting there like and, and like we're and like he you know he's listening to the Foo Fighters he knows you know he knows who they are and uh, and he likes their music for the most part but he's like uh, Dave Grohl gets up there and he's like yeah he's like you know you know I said fuck this and fuck that and he goes I like this guy yeah <laughs> and he was like he's like seven fucks in the first thirty yeah. seconds I yeah. like this guy it's gonna yeah. be a fun night you know so uh, but yeah great topic I had to bring that up um, you know what I'll, I'm gonna blow your mind real quick my first concert ever I was with this guy over here Kevin okay we went to see. Um, Kiss, <laughs> and the opener was Wasp. Really? And, and my this was like junior <laughs> high, and my aunt, who didn't know about either one of the bands, she just knew Kiss was you know all the makeup and everything. And this yeah. was during their their fluorescent you know jumpsuit you know <laughs> phase. Um, she you know she's kind of um, reserved you know and and very proper, and she took me to this concert, and it was the most perverse. Concert I have ever <laughs> been to. Wacky Lawless it was up there so perverse. Coming out of and, his crotch. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and then both bands, you know, the lead singers get up and talk about when they're banging these chicks. And, you know, I, I still remember the story that Paul Stanley it's said. It's crazy. I still remember the exact story. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's funny, man. My memory of that concert was. Because uh, it was it was over here in the Orange uh, Show, the Orange Show, yeah. And we got there, and it's it's general admission. So I'd never, I think that that was maybe my second concert there. So anyway, I get there, and you know, people are drinking, they're all drunk, and this guy is right before the concert starts. The guy throws up. He's uh, puking everywhere. And the whole crowd, it's like right up in the front. Everybody's just like this. They're all spreading out. And there's this big, you know, opening where the fucking, you know, vomits yeah. everywhere. <laughs> fucking concert starts. Everybody just walks right Right back on. Right in. That's going to vomit. We, we were at, uh, fuck, what were we at? I was seeing, uh, uh, what was that? What's... Power Man 5000 oh, wow. okay. was opening for, I don't remember, it was one of the many concerts, but there was, it was like when every show you went to, there yeah. was a pit. And so all of a sudden, Power Man 5, you know, is doing their thing, because he's like Rob Zombie Light, you know. It's uh, his little brother. It, I know, it's okay. why, it, but all the music is like Rob Zombie yeah, Light, yeah, totally. it's, but not as good. So all right. of a sudden, the pit starts to form, and there's like fucking everybody's like, you know, moshing, and this dude fucking Ralphs. <laughs> 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 and I have never seen a pit. Hit clear like the whole bunch of dudes are like it was as if you drop like you know like food coloring or yeah. something in the water and everything just <laughs> boom everybody took off everybody got the fuck out of that area yeah. so yeah. I, I think one more one more show that i i had such a an impact on me it was last year um for a late late wedding uh anniversary i gave my wife uh two tickets to see 
the music of Danny Elf, or I'm sorry, the music of Tim Burton done by Danny Elf. Was that oh, down awesome. at the Hollywood Bowl? Uh, no, this was at um, what's the state? What's across street from Staples Center? What's this that? Is the Disney Music Hall? Uh, that, that's a little down the street. The ghetto? No, we, the, the ghetto is <laughs> definitely for sure. The chop no, shop um, where I take uh, cars. There's like Staples Center, and then there's that LA Live. Oh, LA Live, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, you know, it started with the the music from from uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and yeah. it led all the way to I think it was uh, Planet of the Apes, which is terrible, but. Um, <laughs> They I didn't had, make you watch I clips never from Planet seen, of the Apes. I hated it. that movie, but anyways, <laughs> everybody um, did. Wow! To see, I've never seen an orchestra live like this before, and to see this, the movies playing with the music, and it just kind of hit me like how much Tim Burton's movies and Danny Elfman's music has played such a major, major part of my life, uh, along with all the punk rock and the metal and shit. But but these movies, especially. Huge Beetlejuice. I mean, I saw that movie Love in the theater. I, in the theater, I saw this eight times. I had such a hard on for Winona Ryder when I was a kid, right? <laughs> I, I but I got, I got. Honestly, I was starting to get a little bit emotional, dude. Like this was impacting me. Like I've never had. I, I felt overwhelmed by the music. Yeah, you know. You should go. You should go every year. You know, every year John Williams plays at the Hollywood Bowl. I do, and does essentially the same thing. Uh, we'd done it for. I think my mom and I went the first time in like 95, I uh-huh. believe. And, uh, or no, it was before that, maybe 93. And uh, we, we had made it a tradition for like the longest time. Huh. And then I'm a crotchety old man now. Yeah. So it's a very, <laughs> but it's a very different experience because yeah. I, I, my beef is like, uh, I'm going to see the LA Philharmonic play. Yeah. I'm not going to a rock concert. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to hear you fucking talk the whole time. Uh, and, right. and and Jay and I, yeah. the last three times we went, got in an argument with somebody yeah. about, would you shut the fuck up? I'm at the symphony. Like, I don't care if you're enjoying Like, you can yeah. enjoy it, but don't sit there and have a conversation during the goddamn oh, symphony. Okay, nuts. Uh, I'm at all, concerts that drive me nuts. Dude, it's an audible enjoyment thing. There's no visual enjoyment to the goddamn symphony unless I want to watch a dude, like, you know, strum back and forth for 30 yeah. minutes, you know. And John Williams doesn't do anything. He's 11D, you know. Uh, he died. So, well, no, he didn't die. Shut up. John Williams died. No, John Williams did not die. Dude, look that up. John Williams died. Oh, shit. We're getting our phones uh, out right uh, now. You All better right. look that up because you're a crazy person. Right He's now. scoring Star Wars right Google now. Google it. Don't you think that would have been bigger news <laughs> if John Williams would have died? Like, I don't think... Unless he died when I was in the mountains over fucking Christmas. No, this was a while back. No, he ain't no, dead fool. Man. He just played the Hollywood Bowl in the end of August, beginning of September. But now... Well, who am I thinking of? I don't know. The 501st does a lot of stuff for Hope you didn't jinx now. him, dude. <laughs> if he's dead tomorrow, I'm going to kick you in the balls. <laughs> right. Like, um, no, man, but like now it's like insane. Like You would have a good time at it. Like Don't get yeah. me wrong. I just I remember it from a different time, no, We were We were going to go see it before, and uh, was it last year, maybe the year before, mm-hmm. but it just didn't didn't pan out for me and the wife to 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 make it. It's so. a lot of fun. I mean, the, uh, uh, especially because you can you know bring food and drink into the Hollywood Bowl and have a grand old time while you're there. Yeah. Um, All right, so he has not died. Okay, because yeah. <laughs> the only reason I'm sure of it is that they haven't changed it on Wikipedia to say he was an American composer. He still is. <laughs> oh, okay, so. good. Glad to hear. It. <laughs> hey, speaking of Danny Elfman, have you ever seen uh, the first movie he ever scored? It, it was it was a movie of his brothers. It's a or it's called the, the Forbidden Zone. Mm-mm. No, you guys have to watch the fucking okay. Forbidden Zone. Well, maybe I can that's, imagine that brings us to yeah. Second Chance movie. Right. So tell us about the Forbidden Zone. The Forbidden Zone. <laughs> I can't even tell you, but one night, uh, you know how sometimes you fall asleep, you watch TV. 
TV's on, you fall yeah. asleep, you wake up. All the time. I woke up and I thought I was frying on acid. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? It is it the... It sounds familiar. That's because you probably fried on acid one time. <laughs> but what, what I'm possible. talking about... No. Quite possible. Yeah. No, it's called the Forbidden Zone. It's all black and white. It is... What is it about? Wha- it is... The, I can't even describe it. It's oh, about yeah. the Forbidden Zone. It is the wackiest shit. I promise you. It's the wackiest shit you've ever seen. I don't Just, know, dude. There's... No, go is it watch wack- it. Is I it wackier than you, Sean Connery? What's I that promise movie you, where he's got the red gentleman? No, no, no. Where he's oh, got the I red? Know what you're talking about. It's like oh. no. There, there's a couple scenes like that. There's like a scene where where he's singing this 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 song, and and it's funny because it's all orchestrated by by Danny Elfman, and you can kind of hear it. But there's a couple scenes where they got the the guy, and they go and they they you know they they clip in the guy's mouth yeah. mm-hmm. and he's singing it's, dude you just gotta go watch it okay <laughs> so for the forbidden zone the forbidden right. zone dude just watch you can't it. be weirder and I don't know if we talked about this or not but my kid was watching Uncle Grandpa yeah. <laughs> I saw Uncle Grandpa what the fuck is Uncle Grandpa Uncle Grandpa is a cartoon yeah. and I I was so like disturbed by this goddamn cartoon okay first of all it's called Uncle Grandpa right I've there I was like it. what the hell good morning uh, yeah mm-hmm. good morning do you watch this okay. or? Oh, dude. I avoid it. It is so. What, what it's like a this bad one? acid trip. It's on Cartoon Network. Uh, is it like Adult Swim or? I, dude, no, like, it's, no. it takes. Oh, it's like a during the day one. It yeah. makes Adventure Time make sense. It's just fucking I saw stupid, it. Dude. it was, dude, I thought we've already decided that none of us like Adventure no, Time. Dude, wait. No, I yeah, I know. I know. Um, it's all animated. Like, it's a cartoon. Okay. Well, except, except for the realistic flying There's tiger. a realistic tiger. So, like, they. they cut out a picture of a tiger and they use different like photos <laughs> and the tiger moves around the house by farting rainbows nice <laughs> so you have this realistic cut out tiger like floating through it's through dumb the, as shit dude it is if so I can start a rainbow, it's it so sounds like great weird. surrealism to there, me there are good cartoons so out there bad. There, there still are good cartoons um, that is not one of them. It's so awful. Yeah, it's. it's and really I was talking about so it. I'm not giving that a second chance. Okay, no, so let no. me. Can I, that's what I'm saying. It can't be worse than that. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> Let, let's let's step back from like what's real stupid ass cartoon. Oh my do we god! I just had. I, I was ripping on it in my art class. Week. I I think uh, the prophecy with uh, Christopher Walken. That's a great fucking movie. That. That's yeah. a great movie, man. I mean, it is. Uh, it's cool. Uh, Christopher Walken. Uh, What's the other uh, the redhead guy's name? From Couldn't the 90s. tell you, but I know who you're talking dude about. Dude from Mask, Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. There, there you go. go. That's Eric right. Because he, he's the lead. Eric Stoltz is the lead. Well, you think he is, right? Um, <laughs> For a but, while, you know, it's this whole like uh, war raging between angels, uh-huh. and uh, heaven gets involved. It's got a, a Vigo Mortensen comes in at the end as yeah. uh, as uh, Lucifer himself. Really fucking cool movie. Uh, really starts making you question how you got the little dent on your lip Um, because that's where Christopher Walken put his finger on your lip and told you when you're a baby I remember the first time I saw that movie Steve I was probably like nine get out of here we're not that maybe maybe this is a 90s movie dude it's like 91 okay I was I'm not that much older than you you're three years older than me Okay, well, I saw it in the theater, and I know I wasn't fucking nine. Because I was born in 77, so maybe I was like 12. I was definitely a teenager. This had, man... I saw it on HBO the first time, so that's how I... Yeah, I mean, my mom would never have taken me to see that. This is 90s. It had to have been 94 or something like that. No, it wasn't that late. No way. Chris, I've never seen it, so I don't know. Oh, man. I I would say it's late 80s. 
Maybe Dude, early 90s. Now you're way off. No, I'd say early 90s, maybe 93. Uh, uh, Cell phones are being pulled out left and right. 92, 93, probably. I nailed this shit really good. I'm saying um, 91 I'm is saying my 92, guess. 93, somewhere now. Uh, I don't think it's But don't that watch late. any of the sequels. The sequels were terrible, man. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. was just like how they they fucked up the Crow movies. It was just like, you know what was really cool? The Crow. You know what's really good? Let's make the Crow again. It sucked. So anyways, the So prophecy. tell us, tell us about the movie. A little bit of the plot. Uh, it's... This heaven is closed okay. because there's another war raging in heaven between angels, right? Not between the devil and angels. The devil's got his own place, yeah. and he's open all year long, according to him. <laughs> and he welcomes everybody. Um, and Vigo Mortensen, I'll tell you what, you see this, you see him play Lucifer, and then you see him in Lord of the Rings, and you go, fuck, dude. He really captured the whole Lucifer thing. I mean, he was an evil fucker. Um, so anyways, these, the angels are, are, are warring in heaven because, uh, there's a faction of angels that think that they are better than humans and that they don't want to share heaven with these fucking hairless apes. And that's what, that's what we're referred to as. And they have these cool powers. Like they can capture you right before you're about to die and they keep you going, but you're, you're still like dying. Like in limbo. Like they, Right as you hung yourself, that's when that's when Gabriel shows up to pluck you off the the line. So you're still dying as he animates you to do his bidding. It's really cool. Um, check it out, man. It's really a badass, and definitely Christopher Walken. You'll be like, dude, that's when I think I first really found him mm-hmm. as being so super cool. I was like. I had to go out and see the deer hunter after that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Dead Zone was really good. On, oh yeah, that. Dead Zone was a great. Movie. That was the first movie I remember with him in it. But yeah, so all right, guys. So second chance movie for this month is The Prophecy, brought to you by Steve Hale. Thank you. So nineteen ninety five. Really? Is it ninety five? I was close. I said ninety four. Why, why do I feel like it was way later than that, or way earlier? Well, than you that? know, is that the, also at the height of like Eric Stoltz popularity? Yeah, was, they were coming off the whole Pulp Fiction thing. You know, it was like this cool like maybe Tarantino. I'm, maybe I was like fifteen and I'm just sixteen and I'm just remembering it a different. No, I got like ninety five. I would have been seventeen, eighteen years old. Like I said, man, I I, I know I was. I feel like I saw that movie earlier, but I I. I've been known to misremember things from time to time. All right, guys, I got a game for you. I got a, oh, we we got go. a great game. Here so I was going to bring this up last week, but we ran way the fuck over last week. Um, so uh, over the holidays, I get to game a lot because Elena's off for three weeks. So I try to get in as much video game playing in that time as physically possible. So over the holidays, I played a number of games. Uh, there, uh, One of the games is called... Uh, papers, Please. No, I did play some Papers, Please, though. I did you really? I stamped the shit out of some passports, let me tell you. Uh, so, uh, but one of the games, uh, uh, this game, it's called uh, Jazz Punk. It's a comedy game. Uh, it's just, it's... I. I I cannot talk anything more about it than saying that it's a fun game, but that's not the one I'm here to talk about, but check that one out. Uh, another one is uh, a four-time uh, strategy game called Age of Wonders, very much like Civilization. Played the shit out of that as well. But the winner in the Coupe de Gras game of all time was Goat Simulator. So, Goat Simulator, all right? Wow. So Goat Simulator is essentially... Uh, uh, <laughs> All kinds of shit's going through my head right now. <laughs> yep, it's not, yep. And that's, I was like, what am I going to be, Greek, Scottish? Or is what it a Greek game? game? I, no. <laughs> Are we raping goats in this thing? Or what? Um, it's not, okay. When you first hear the description, it sounds really dumb. And then when you play it, you're like, this is fucking awesome. So it's a physics game. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. 
Yeah. <laughs> I can't I mean, wait. No, like if you've, wait. Ever, if you've ever played a good physics games, they're a lot of fun. So you get like, it's, I believe it's the Half-Life 2 uh, uh, build that they're, the engine that they're using. So it's like the ragdoll physics and what have yeah. you. So you can take the goat and then like, you can like, <laughs> like throw the goat into things. So, <laughs> so, so it's like, you ever want to see what a goat looks like bouncing off the hood of a car? You can do that in this wow. game. If you, uh, uh, there's, uh, there's one level that has like a full on Stonehenge, like a sacrificial area. And you can throw, like I took the goat into as high as I could. And then I dropped it into the sacrificial space. Okay. Wow. Like I space. Yeah. It's the, the game itself. It's like, it, there's no, you're not like being a goat at any point. Yeah. It's just like, you're just murdering goats. No, you're not even murdering it. You're, you're just, just like, what can I do with this goat? It's, them. it's like if you took a ha- like a, like a, a Quake map or a Half Life Two map or an yeah. Unreal map or a Call of Duty, and you're just like, I'd like to throw a goat against that wall right there. <laughs> what would happen? And it's like, whoop, and then you do, dude. So I, you, I'm totally down with this. It game. sounds like about ten minutes worth of entertainment no. until you realize suddenly you're like, fuck, I've been playing this for an hour and a half. Like, how dude. is that even physically possible <laughs> that I've been throwing goats against? Things yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that sounds like fun. At first, when you said physics, I was like, oh, what are we talking about? Atoms in an agitated state. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. I mean, that's all the science Steve knows, no. right there. Yeah. That's it. I was like, "Whoop, bitty, fucking <laughs> you know, do." You know, like, yeah. Can I have my turn next? Yeah, exactly. No, but- Tag teaming on this. There was one maybe ten years ago that was similar called Boneless Girl. I remember that. Remember Bone? Is it yes. kind of the same thing? It's kind of the same thing. That's hilarious. But with a goat, and and it actually and Boneless Girl was just kind of streaming down. Yeah. The, so you couldn't like move around and no. throw it against. She just like you wedged her in between the bubbles. Oh, and, this is like a full three D environment with a goat, amazing. and it started out as a joke. Like that's the whole thing. Like somebody's like. Uh, basically, like I got a new I game for you this. called Goat Simulator, and for a time it was like uh, when you, when the Pirate Bay was still a thing, um, you could go to the Pirate Bay and it was the number one downloadable wow. game on the Pirate Bay, which was Goat Simulator. But now, if you get a chance, it's this actually sounds fun. Is it on your phone or what? No, it's computer? on my PC. Yeah. So, and if you can get a touchscreen to go <laughs> along oh, with hell it, hell yeah, I got my <laughs> my laptop's a touchscreen. <laughs> My new oh. laptop's a touchscreen as well. Ooh. Hours of enjoyment. It could be on. That's all I'm saying. Hours oh of enjoyment. God. So goat if you get a chance simulator. to go out there, Goat Simulator is where it's at. <laughs> um, it's time for dumb shit our kids have done this week. So we've had a nice long 10 days, and i got a great story to lead us off. I know Kevin's got some stories he'll be looking forward to tell. So last Christmas, because I'm a new daddy, I, uh, I bought my son his first, I guess maybe it was even his first Christmas. I bought my son his first toy. No, it was last Christmas. We didn't do toys his first Christmas. Anyways, so they have these plush Star Wars toys, and I got him this plush Chewbacca. And when you squeeze the belly, it goes, yeah, it goes. <laughs> so um, I bought him this. Couldn't give a shit about it for yeah. 10 months because that's what kids do, right? He's like, I'd rather play with the trucks, you know? Yeah. So, but in the last month or so, he decided he likes Chewbacca. Yep. Baka, dada, baka, baka. And he's like walking around with Chewbacca. So then he started sleeping with Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. And so the other night at like four in the morning, I hear him screaming at the top of his lungs. And so we get up and we're like, holy shit, what's like just like blood curling? Like, what? Go in his room. He's in his bed. Chewbacca's lit at one corner of the bed and he's huddled in the corner of the other end of his bed. And he's like, scared, scared, scared. <laughs> So he had rolled over on Chewbacca at some point. <laughs> and Chewbacca growled at him. Chewbacca growled at him and scared the shit out of him. <laughs> He's a scared dad. I'm scared. Scared. Oh and, so, and then he wouldn't go near it for like a couple days. Wow. Until I, I did dude, it. Dude. Dude. I had same thing happen to Phoebe. We had Woody from Toy Story. Uh, 
and you're supposed to pull the string on his bag, yeah, yeah. and then you talk. Well, this one was freaking possessed because it would just be sitting there, and all of a sudden it would just start talking. Somebody went and poisoned the well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you didn't have to like pull the string. You didn't even touch it. It That's was like just some like child's play bullshit, right? Seriously. There. And we used to start sticking it in the Lauren's room under the pillow and stuff, and she would go in, and the, the thing would go off. So you see, throw it down the hall. We did the same thing, but what was a tickling Elmo? Oh, oh my god. god! Fucking drive you nuts. My, my oldest was a it was a fucking Renan Stimpy. Oh. Uh, Stimpy Oh. When you squeezed him, he'd fart. And man, Sid would just fucking freak out, dude. <laughs> and my brother, dude, used to torment her yeah. with she was just a baby too, and he would just fuck with her with that that stimpy doll, just you know. And she just made her mental. You know, oh, she'd run God. from it. The, you know what was the worst, even worse than Woody that would actually talk to you was the damn Furbies. Remember those little things? Dude, remember when we had oh, one at the in college when we had one at the pad and we got one and we would stick it in everybody's room? It never shuts the hell no, up. Because it will go into sleep mode and then when it would detect movement, yeah. it would come awake. And so <laughs> but when it, it doesn't actually talk, no. <laughs> it says like this alien like speaking in tongues language that's so, creepy as so hell. So we would stick it in somebody's room, Steve, and then yeah. put it in such a way where it, and it wouldn't talk right away. It would like wake up and like look around and then be like, <laughs> so somebody would be laying in bed with the lights off. <laughs> this thing would start making noise. So and you're like, where the fuck is it? And so you, you hide it. Like not, not necessarily. You're like, okay, it can see you, but like, can you... Okay, they won't necessarily tell that it's on the top shelf of this, yeah, like, right. you know. And then you yeah. wake up, you hear it, you, you wake up, you hear that, and, you, and you're like, you lay there silent, like. What was that? What did I just hear? Is somebody, and you just fucking, all right, maybe it was nothing, maybe I was dreaming. Yep. And then all of a sudden fucking does it again or something. Yeah. Yep. I think that, ours man? is in the bathroom under the sink at this oh, point. Oh, those fucking things are evil. Behind all the bottles of old shampoo. So that was my, that was my dumb wow. shit my kid did. I felt so, like. At the time, like you feel so bad because you're like, my poor child is scared to death of this yep. toy that I got yep. him. And then on the flip side, like a week later, I'm all, dude, that's hilarious. That's <laughs> like, so funny. like I can't help it. Kevin, Kevin, you got anything you want to oh, share? I probably got about fifty of them. <laughs> well, but give me one I'll or give, two. I'll give you one. Um, one one time, my, my son, he he's a performer. He sings in the choir at the at the high school, uh, Redlands High School. <clears throat> and he went to do a show, and he also does like plays. At, at the high school and he did a play and he, he lost his shoes his dress shoes he left them in the dressing room so he, he had this gig and I told him <clears throat> I said alright well you can you can wear my shoes I had some really nice dress shoes they didn't fit him <clears throat> but he went ahead and took them so I said whatever you do you know bring my shoes back well, right. so he comes back and I say hey man you, you, know, you got my shoes and he's all oh, I got bad news I'm like what do you mean he goes he goes well he goes I got one of them I was like, what do you mean you got one of them? It's crazy. He's all, he's all, he's all, well, he goes, I lost one of them. I'm like, how do you lose a fucking shoe? And he goes, well, he goes, I lost it in a tree. <laughs> so I'm trying to think, how the fuck you lose a shoe in a tree? I said, well, you climb a tree? No. And he goes, well, I was walking across the field, uh, across the, the, the high school field, and he was swinging it. And he said it slipped out of his hand, and it went up in the air, and it never came down. <laughs> So I told him brown with the kite. So so I told him you need to go. You need to go find. What are you here for? Go find my fucking shoe. He never found the shoe. I never got the shoe back. So I had one shoe, and so I think uh, on Halloween we put the one shoe out on the on the porch so it looked like somebody you know got killed and lost their shoe. But yes, that's that's one of them. Real quick, another another one he did to me was uh, he he stayed home from school one time, and 
<clears throat> I had to go to work. I trusted that he was sick. You know, I come home, and and he's back in bed, and he's sitting there, and and, and there's a Panera cup yeah. sitting on his uh, on his dresser. And so I'm like, hey, uh, where'd this Panera cup come from? Oh, he's like, oh, my friend, she knew I was sick, so she went and she got it and she brought it over to me. Oh, okay. <clears throat> right? And he tells me this happens like, like a couple days ago, right? And so he's telling me the cup's sitting there. And he's saying, oh, that cup's from a couple days ago. I'm like, what do you mean it's from a couple days? It's still got fucking condensation on it from the ice. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to tell me it's from a couple days ago. Right? It's like, so he's always trying to pull some kind of bullshit. Kids are always doing that shit. Nice, yeah. nice. Anybody else got something they want to share for this week? Not, I mean, they're not really dumb, but one has discovered Star Wars, and he's only two. So he's all about it. He runs around, pew, 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 pew. Everything is a gun now, too. The other one is just like a playing with his cars and uh the other one's all about the star wars and um uh, this we should cut this because it's not how, even how, funny how, how, <laughs> how old are you how old are your kids two two twins yeah, two-year-old twins <clears throat> when my kid was like i don't know how, how old they are before they uh you know start wiping their butt but my kid used to sit in the bathroom and he would just go mom every time he take a shit you know? Come wipe my go, butt. Right? and i get sick of it so i'd be sitting over in the computer and it's like hey you need to learn to wipe your ass dude that's one thing you need to learn to do right and his mom would always go in and do it and i tell her quit doing it she's like well then he's gonna have shit everywhere and it's like all right so i have to solve the problem so he came out one day and i tell him hey <clears throat> you know i'm gonna sign you up for butt wiping school right and he's all what he's all what I said, I'm going to sign you up for butt wiping school. And he's all, what's that? And I said, that's where you have to go practice wiping other kids' butts, and they, they wipe your butt. And he's like, he's like, what? And I said, yeah, dude, you might, get some, you might get some big fat guy. I don't know. And he's all, what? I said, if I hear you calling out mom to wipe my butt one more time, I'm signing you up for butt wiping school. That's brilliant. I'm going to have to remember that. Yeah. It worked. We're, you know, Ron, Ron's in, in there. You know, well, little Ron's already potty trained or still being No, he's good, trained? man. He's a thousand percent good. Yeah, like right he's now, dude, like a like, we're now. getting close to that, but we are fucking dreading it because everything with us, because we have twins, it's just like, it really is a whole lot harder. I mean, having one is, is pretty hard, oh, but when you throw in two at the same time, man, it is a whole nother dynamic. Are you going to try and knock them out one at a time? Or are you going to go man, for the gusto? I don't gusto? know what the fuck we're going to do right now. Like, mm. I think we need to hire a professional. <laughs> like I don't a, really want to deal with the dog it. whispers. I'll no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the toilet, in the toilet, you know, um, I'm really dreading this. I'm really not looking forward to this. I want to skip this part. Well, you got to keep where, them in line. <laughs> this is the part where me and Jennifer need to like get in a big fight and we separate for like six months. <laughs> and then I come back and it's all done. You know, and I'm like, oh, awesome. Uh, you know, or that's, uh, so it's not really a dumb shit. I'm just, right now it's dreaded, dreaded shit my kids are going to uh, do. You're going to have some yeah. great stories from yeah. potty training, dude. Oh, yeah. man, dude. You're going to have some great stories. I mean, they've already, like, they've already found the awesomeness other wiener dude oh yeah and they know like you go what's your wiener and they know that's their wiener and they go what's <laughs> mm-hmm. your butt and they'll pat themselves on the butt but as soon as that diaper comes off they're like dude i gotta play with my junk i mean like right now dude <laughs> oh no ronald and then Andrew, i'm like hold on hold on stop playing with your junk because i know what you're gonna do you're gonna play with your junk and you're gonna stick your damn hands in your mouth or something <laughs> yeah. you're gonna have dick yeah. hands dude in your mouth you can't there's some things us older guys like to call self-control all right, and if you're gonna touch your wiener after you're done touching your wiener, you gotta fucking wash your hands, and you can't wash your hands yet. So stop. Yeah, no. They, no. It, seriously, Ronald Andrew cracks me up because he's like the minute he pulls his pants down, 
It'd be like, you know, daddy pippies. Okay. And he gets in there and he like the minute penis, penis, yeah. daddy, penis. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like anytime his mom comes out of the shower, nipple, nipple, yeah. mom, oh. nipple. Well, be careful. When my kids were that, my kid was that age, I swear my nuts were this fucking big. Every time, <laughs> every time he comes, dad, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, constantly. Finally, one day, and I, I got in trouble for this, and I'm probably going to get, get, get frowned upon. I punched him in the face. No, I didn't. I told him. I said, I told him. I explained to him. And this, this was over a course of like three weeks. This would happen like every other day. And I, would get, I was getting annoyed. I was like, look, dude, I, I know you don't want me to have any more brothers and sisters, but fucking quit hitting me in the nuts. Right? So I explained to him. He did it again. He did it again. Then one day, I reached down. I flicked him. <laughs> I flicked his little nut. I just flicked it. I didn't flick it hard. I didn't flick hey, it hard. You know what, man? But but I flicked it, and I got a lot of shit for that. But I never got hit in the nuts again after that. You know what? Like today, somebody posted a, a, a something on Facebook. I saw that. Yeah. Okay, and I'm just like, listen to this abusive mother. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. That's what you call abuse yeah. these days. Yeah. I you know. can hear me. Well, they're running around acting like little terrors. And I'm like, oh, my God. I wish your fucking real dad would come and pick you <laughs> <That's> up. <right. laughs> who, who do you belong to and go away? I mean. Yeah. <sighs> you got to get the third stroller and then tell them, hey, you guys used to be triplets. <laughs> yeah, right. And, you know, actually, that's my line. That's my line when people ask me, are they twins? I go, no, they're fucking triplets. I left the third one in the car. It's right. a total pain in the ass. And they, brother, look at me like, they look at me like, are you kidding? I said, of course they're fucking twins, man. I mean, yeah, I just like to fucking carry around, too, because I got shit else. To, I mean, get away from we me. We do that. I go through the same thing. When I get pissed at Ronald Andrew, I always ask him if he wants to go visit the fireman. Yep. He's all, yeah. And I go, good, because you're going to live there. Oh, There's a kid dude. drop off there. Yeah. They'll take you as long as Your kids there. need to be screamed at they need shit. To- they need a dose. Like, listen. It's not all just the fucking Mickey Mouse Club all the time, and you get to have treats all the goddamn time. Listen, if you're being and- a little bastard, I want to, and you know what? I want to give you a pow pow in your ass. Too. They give you a trophy and shit you know? for that nowadays. They're oh, just- I know. It's, it's, it's it, it makes me sick, dude. Parenting brought to you by Steve Hale, yeah, <laughs> and Kevin Swan. Beat your kid, please. Tell- I agree. To him, please send all complaints to Steve Hale at nerdlifepractice.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're at the end of the show, folks. Uh, it's time for rants. We're going to make it a short one tonight. That uh, wasn't a um, rant? Uh, that was the beginning of one, I but I wanted to give like a rant. legitimate rant. I know Chris Actually, has one. No, I, I, you know what? I I don't have a rant, but I, I had something stupid that I did this week, and I don't know if you <laughs> We don't have a it. stupid stuff we do segment. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I, I think you would appreciate this, definitely. Um, so I got this into my head that um, I was going to go do stand-up comedy. And um, how'd that go? <laughs> well, the first night I went, and you know, having Brett come in, Brett as is, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I thought, oh man, that seems like it'd be a lot of fun. And you know, we're in here and we're laughing and we have a good time. We tell stories. <laughs> it's a whole thinking, different beast. Yeah, yeah. This. Well, I know that now, right? <laughs> so I see him posting stuff like, "Who wants to go up?" And you know, we'll, we'll see if we can get you know everybody on. So I go out and check out this little open mic like testing ground. I think, yeah, whatever. It's a little brewery. Mm-hmm. There'll be maybe twenty people at most. Mm-hmm. You know how bad can it be, right? Oh, so it the can first, be bad. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> the first week I go. Like the first eight guys that go up there, they bomb so hard that no one even like they they don't even acknowledge that they're up there. It was oh, really painful. That's rough. I've been in those. Yeah, I, I've been to shows like that. I've sat that as well. Bad. Yeah. 
So I was going to go up that night. I thought, you know, I had my little rough routine worked out. I hadn't really put too much thought into Did it. Did you practice it? Um, not really. Well, there's uh, your first mistake. That, I know this now. You're going to fucking freestyle it the whole <laughs> way. I, I, I figured. Not, I not a lot of people can just jump up and roll jokes, dude. See, like, here's the thing. I'm on a mic like two, three days a week. Ah, it's not you the know? same, dude. I know that now. So that first night, I'm like, no, I'm not going up. This is a rough crowd. I, I'm, I'm not. I know I'm going to probably bomb, but I don't want to guarantee it. I want to have a fighting chance. So I went back this Monday, and um, you know, people start going up, and they're funny. They're really good, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, okay. This is you're feeling the, it. You're all the, right. I'm feeling it. The crowd funny. is loving Fuck, it. I, I'm funny, <laughs> right? Right. It's I'm a logical assumption, fucker. right? And I figure, you know, I may not be funny, but my life is funny. So if I just tell some stories from my life, it'll go over really well and everybody will relate, right? So there's another noob there. And it's um, this girl who's a friend of the, the, the best comic from the night the week before. So I'm watching her and she's all nervous and I'm feeling all confident and like, oh, I got this. And she's going to go up and she's going to tank. She's going to babble up there because she has nothing prepared. At least I have an outline of what I want to do. She goes up and crushes it. She was so good. So I'm feeling even better now. I was like, oh, yeah, if she can go up and do that, I'm all over it. So a couple of the, the more seasoned guys go up. And then eventually, this is like 11 o'clock, you know, I finally get called up to go. And it, everything just, like, disappeared. I had a list of, like, my outline and as soon as I started, I just like none of it made sense. It was like in Spanish or something. <laughs> I was looking at that paper and I was like going straight to punchlines without setting them up. It was so, so bad. Plus, it's, it was so horrible. You're, you're on at like around 11. And there was nobody so, there but the comics. Oh, really? Because I was going to say the crowd now is like had a few drinks. And you know what? God so. bless them for being supportive. Uh, you know, and when the girl came off, they're like, "Oh yeah, that was awesome, dude! You well, totally was she were hot? Like there. They probably all wanted she was, to nail her. She was, she was good looking. <laughs> there you go. And they yeah. definitely were all around. Yeah, they're like, oh, um, she, baby, and that's one of the things they're like. If she were ugly, you guys would have been hating on her. You know, mm-hmm. so they were joking about that. Um, but yeah, I, I came down and they were supportive. Like, hey man, there were some like you have some funny ideas in there. You just gotta you know tighten it up a little that's bit. That's what open mics are for, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the time. Like, yeah. every, there's a misconception in how that works. Like you're yeah. gonna go and you're gonna fail a lot before you get something good. Yeah. As much yeah. as you want to hear something interesting, and, and for the listeners out there, uh, Mitch Hedberg, who's a comic that I died. love Mitch. Yeah. Everybody loves Mitch Hedberg because they love his albums. But yeah. when you go and they released a set he did up in Ontario right before he died, which was a whole bunch of new material he was working yeah. on for his next album and they had recorded it just for like yeah. his own purposes and then they released it later on and it's rough dude he has some patches where you're like wow this none of this is making any he sense he just throws yeah. shit out he yeah. just keeps throwing it and, out throwing and it out exactly and so it's like when you get somebody like Brett Brett's how many times how many nights a week do you think Brett gets oh he's doing like three four times exactly a week yeah, he's, 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 he's honed that shit yeah. so he goes from club to club and he's working it yeah. you know it takes a long time to get that uh that hbo special it uh, that exactly i, I realize that now yeah. <laughs> um i actually tried recording it here but it's kind of weird because i wanted to do some audience interaction and kind of right. well I, you gotta it, know it did not work but here's the thing you gotta you gotta speak it like you gotta yeah. say the words and I know before this. you get up on stage Dude, i have a theater degree i know <laughs> everything i should have done 
<laughs> but my cocky ass thought I was going to go up there and just like do the, it. I love the overconfidence. He's like, I know there are professional people that do this, but for <laughs> him, I know. I don't need to prepare anything. Totally. And I, I've done this like do not know so that many I, times I, in my I'm life. I'm Barry Gibb. Barry Gibb can do whatever. He, <laughs> so by, much. Dude. By the way, Chris's beard is getting more and more epic as time goes <laughs> yeah, that's on. That's pretty good. And here's the thing that's funny is Steve's been growing his beard for upwards of three or four months, and Chris is not that far behind him at this point. So yeah, I, I've been going since October. Dude, that thing, you are... It's, it's, you've got a Santa Claus in your yeah, future. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's yeah, pretty good. All right, guys. Well, this has been a great week. Uh, Kevin, thanks for coming on and playing yeah, with us tonight. You got it. Uh, once again, you guys, uh, I'm Ron Miltz. Chris Thayer. Steve Hale. And we're having a nerd life crisis. So we'll see you again. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blues Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. Nerd Life Crisis.